Hey everybody, welcome back to the Soulful Eclectic. I am your host, Diana Collins, and I want to welcome you to today's episode. I know last week we talked about menopause and all the crazy things that's happening with our body with menopause and how men do have menopause too or go through menopause. And um, yes, I had some really great reactions from that. Uh, actually, a couple of guys were like, I didn't know that, that that's what that was called and Oh my goodness, um, you know, no wonder I feel like crap half the time and my joints are hurting and the bones are hurting and so forth and so on. So I'm glad that um, last week's episode sparked a conversation, you know, because that's what the whole point is to spark a conversation for all of us to talk about it, especially those of us in the black and brown community, because we don't talk about those things. We go through these things and we suffer in silence. what we consider to be silent, which is really not silent because if it's not showing on our face, we hear it in our tone and voice and our other type body reactions and actions. So it's really not silent, but I'm going to say we're suffering silence uh, where we don't need to. And we need to just come out and just share our experiences because a lot of us are having these shared experiences like me in this menopause thing, right? So to combat that, right, I started doing fitness and working out and and get my body back in shape. And can I just add to the fact that if menopause isn't getting me, my old knees and my joints are getting me. So I know a lot of you are feeling that as well. So that all goes in line with not only the aging part, but also you know, that uh, hormonal imbalance and the decrease in our hormones like I discussed in the last episode. But yeah, so today's episode, I know I just recapped last week's episode, but today's episode is just really talking about now that we are in this uh, stage of life, wherever your stage of life is, because we're all evolving and we're all changing and the world around us is changing dramatically. And I noticed that we are I don't want to say we're, we're become very sensitive because I, I think that's a triggering word for some people and for uh, and myself included sometimes too because I, I truly dislike when someone tells me why are you being so sensitive it's like no I, I have an emotion and I have a feeling about something um, so I don't I don't I tend not to use the word sensitive but we're in a, at a social divide and a cultural divide for all things unified right um that we should be unified with we are all divided and that is due to a few unhappy souls that are out there causing a riff in our our lives and the way that we live as um humans and i don't want to say as americans because it's, it stems further than just being here in america it's just humans being a human and i find that um being human is no longer the way to go anymore uh and not for me because I enjoy being human I appreciate being human I enjoy other humans and I wish we all as humans would enjoy each other's company better uh but that is not happening again as we notice our divide that we are currently facing um as we are evolving and it's scary to see all of this happening around us the way it is because all I really want is for us to all get along as I said I this podcast is for all of us to present our authentic self and to talk about health and wellness and well-being and I think with this 
divide that we have within the community, within the the state, the country, uh, it further increases our dissatisfaction with not only ourselves, but with our other peers and also with the way the world is. And there's a lot of that dissatisfaction. And with that dissatisfaction comes a level of mental anguish and disruption. And we're all seeing a lot of that. I know I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of my colleagues when it comes to mindfulness and that wealth and health balance, right? We're all trying to find that balance in our life. And uh, as we are growing and evolving, that balance is disrupted with this discourse that uh, we're currently living through. And how do you navigate through that, right? Um, Constantly, we're having these conversations with one another on how to keep ourselves afloat. And I know I have a little niche group of sisters and brothers who um, is really literally both my hands of individuals who I am very close with that we keep each other lifted and it's very difficult and trying because sometimes you feel like um, you're not doing enough to help one another but I think what it is is that you're you're all leaning on each other to help build uh, a strength and unification within that small niche so while the rest of the world may be at discourse your little family niche that you've created has a, a unified bond, right? A unified bond. And I always say you, we need to find those friends, brothers, sisters, blood-related, not blood-related, whatever, who that we can confi- confide our utmost selves with and be our true authentic selves with them. Because holding that stuff in, it festers and it's, it's just... It's like Langston Hughes, right? A raisin in the sun. It just sits and it festers and grows. It gets, it's, it breaks down and breaks you down. And then next thing you know, you're in that same whirlwind of discourse of everybody else and joining in in the, in, in the madness of the world. And that's not necessary. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm outwardly publicly thanking my corner, my little niche of family because they are my family that I have and I love how we check in on each other right Um, the other thing I want to say about you know the world being in this evolution of discourse and cultural divide is that we need to check on one another check on our brothers and sisters those we hold close to us Uh, every morning I try to send something inspirational to my little group of individuals and also someone who pops in my head if for whatever the reason if someone that I haven't spoken to uh, floats through my spirit flows through my mind I send them a message and just say hello I just thought about you how are you doing even if I don't call because a lot of my friends know I am not the phone call kind of person Um, I will call once in a blue moon but I will probably text you first to see how you're doing. We're all busy. We all have things going on. And I don't want to disrupt your day with, a, you know, with me calling just to say hello, just to check on you. So if I send you a text message and say, hey, I'm just thinking of you and you call me, fine. That's great. Um, but I, I just, it just depends. It depends on what my spirit says. Sometimes my spirit says, 
go ahead and just send them a text message. Let them know you're thinking of them. And then sometimes it, my spirit will nag at me and say, and, and it, it'll keep coming to me. And then that prompts me to pick up the phone call because then that needs more than just a text message. So honestly, I let my intuition guide me on whether or not I'm placing that phone call to my friends. And typically when that happens, they are going through something and need more than just a, hey, just checking on you. How are you? And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, some people say, oh, well, they could have picked up the phone. Well, maybe they couldn't. Maybe they had things going on. One never knows, right? But the most important thing is that you picked the phone to check, whether it's a text message or a phone call. And that's what I have resound to do on a routine basis. Some days I miss a day or two, but for the most part, um, I do send a message to kind of check in and give some words of encouragement. Either I'll find a meme that significant that's significant to um, an emotion or a thought, something that friends of our and, and I have discussed. And I feel like it relates to something we have talked about, whether it was in the present or in the past, or just something I may feel that they need, right? I don't know what exactly what's going on in some of my friends' lives, um, but I know that um, sometimes they can need a word of encouragement, no matter what it is so um yeah that's what I was I, I just kind of just send a message and sometimes it resonates with them sometimes it doesn't sometimes they shoot it over to somebody else who may need it which is what I want to do I want you to share the the words of encouragement we need to encourage each other more we're so quick to stab each other in the back and take from one another and talk bad about one another it's all this backbiting and you know bullying and all these things are it's just enough already I've had enough I've dealt with it long enough in my life I've dealt with it in my job I've dealt I, I just I, I just want to pick and choose things I deal with so um, that's what I deal with I deal with the fact that I want to bring health and wellness to the people that are in my circle so that's what, what I do. So in, in that, I say, as we are evolving as humans and individuals, and as we are changing, sometimes we grow together, like this group of people that I am currently friends with. We, we grew together, like literally we met and something said, hey, I want to be your friend and let's figure it out. And I must say, if, if you've ever made friends as an adult, I mean, new friends, it can be challenging because things can start off at, as you know, well and fine and everything is good. And then all of a sudden you get to know the person further and it's like, ooh, there's just something about this person I just don't, that just doesn't work for me, whatever the case may be. And then you start to drift apart or just life drifts you apart, whatever it may be. Those people came into your life for a reason. And I know a lot of you have heard um, the saying, people are in your life for a reason. Um, or season to teach you a lesson or to, you know, better your life, whatever the case may be. Everyone that is involved in your life is there for a reason. And I believe that wholeheartedly. That includes people that we are intimate with, right? Our, our partners in life. Sometimes we give those connections for longevity to people who are only meant to be there just for a short period of time. And 
that's when our biggest lessons come into play because we learn something about ourselves and what we're going to accept and not accept in our relationships. It's important to learn these lessons as we are growing and evolving. So definitely is something that we, we want to challenge ourselves with when we're learning about each other, learning about friends, learning about loved ones, learning about spouses, that we understand what we want to get out of the relationships for ourselves and understand what the person also wants to get out of the relationship. And that in itself is a challenge because believe me, it's like pulling teeth sometimes to figure out what other people are expecting to get out of the relationships, be it intimate relationships as um, spouse and boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever, or intimate friend relationships, right? Where, where, where's your friendship going? So it's, it's just those things and navigating them and, and putting on that navigator's hat and understanding hat and know that each one brings something different to the table. I have friends from every walk of life. I have friends from all cultures, from all over the world, from many ages. And I just value each and every one of them and what they bring to my life. And I value what I bring to their life, right? Because if I didn't add to their life, if I didn't add to their being, then why are we friends, right? Well, just It just becomes um, a leech fest, right? They're just taking, taking, taking from you and there's no giving in, in the interim. So... Yeah, so it should be that give and take. But as I started out saying in the beginning about where we are as a culture and how the world has created a, a, a world of intolerance, right? And I, I don't want to say that in a negative way because there's certain things that, yeah, we shouldn't tolerate. We shouldn't tolerate people talking bad about us and putting negative annotations on us. No. But in our culture, we have grown up with that being a standard, right? Whether it be in our families or being on TV, um, comedians, right, are the biggest ones. And I love comedy. I love our comedians. I can take a good racial joke, sexual joke, whatever kind of joke. It is what it is, right? It's just knowing to how to notify those boundaries and establish those boundaries, right? Um, because that, that's the hard part. Because now what has happened is now comedians are in the job or actors are in the job of painting the picture, telling the story, right? It's an art. And sometimes in art, there's going to be some vulgarity to it. There's going to be some inappropriateness to it. Okay, so there's that. Here's the thing, it's art. It's all in the name of fun, love, laughter, all these things. And we've come to a point in our society where um, there's a level of intolerance to it now. No one wants to, everyone is, um, you know, uh, intolerant of the behavior, intolerant of the jokes, right? At the beginning, it, it was a joke, but then, Unfortunately, we have people in our society that, that take it way too far. And then now it's leaking in. Oh, oh this comedian said this. Ha, ha. It's funny. 
See, but it's not funny when it's used to hurt somebody or you're, you're being rude and disrespectful to somebody. Then it's not funny. Or you're trying to play it off as funny when you know you meant it in a different way. This is why a lot of us who are creatives can't be as free in our creativity as we used to be. It's because you got smart ass people in the world who want to take what is said on the screen and in the comedy clubs to another level and use it to insult someone else and then say that they're just being sensitive and it's bullshit because yes, I call bullshit because it's not that we are being sensitive is because you're using it maliciously as a coward and then covering up because you heard a comedian say the same thing on stage whenever in a show, whatever. So you feel like you have good reason to use it because you heard it on TV and that's wrong. That's when it's wrong. And I think what's happening is that news media, social media, all these, these things are now trying to curb creative behavior because of idiots in the world who want to use what we use for our creative muse out to hurt people and we use, we do we use it as our creative muse we use our family our culture um our stereotypes that we use all of that as material because it's been used against us so now we're taking that opportunity to turn it around and make a joke out of it but it's not meant for someone else to take that and use it and attack somebody else which is what's been happening so i feel bad for us as creatives my fellow friends and you know people who are out there who are comedians that they have to curb how they go about their sets how we go about writing dialogue how we go about presenting ourselves on movies and things like that because of idiots in the world who want to take that information and now go out and hurt somebody in the name of it's being funny and um you know kevin hart said it so why can't i excuse me kevin hart but it wasn't about you um but about but you know it's just it's just that that thing that i just i, I can't stand um and it's happening more and more and i so dislike the fact that people are saying that we're just being sensitive and it's not sensitive actually sensitive as i said in the beginning is a triggering word to some people including myself that when someone says oh you're just being sensitive or you're being hyper vigilant for no reason no heifer i heard how you said what you said and i heard the tone and now because you see my reaction towards you and what you said, now you want to say it under the guise of, it's a joke. Someone said it on here and someone said the bullshit. So that's why I limit my circle. That is why I limit the people that I, I am close to and I confide in. So because it's just crap like that, you know, that just infuriates me. And... That's the other reason why I just love that our creative voice is totally not taken away from us, right? Um, but it's like now we have to have all these warnings and different things before, you know, we say things. And, and I can see why my generation, Gen X, are saying that this generation... Um, the millennials and all of them are all weak uh, and, and soft and they use the other word, right? <laughs> um, 
I'll say wussies, okay? So <laughs> just because I'm not going to say the other word. But um, yeah, that's why our generation and the baby boomers and Gen X and, our, our, and even some of the Gen Zs, right, are even saying that millennials are, are you know, soft. And it's because this is the way we built them. We've t- taken away all the things that make us human and saying our voice and explaining things to our children to the fact that now we're going to go back and shelter them. Uh, they don't need to learn about uh, LGBTQIA lifestyle. Um, it, it's going to corrupt them. They don't need to learn about mixed marriages. They don't, need, they don't need to learn about, you know, black history because, you know, it's going to taint them against being American. All that is bullshit. Because if you talk to your kids, if you talk to your teenagers and engage in an educational manner, then there is an understanding to all of this, right? We all can grow from it. I mean, as, a, as kids, we, we were taught to, we, we read books, we understood. And what we didn't understand, we had an adult there that would explain it to us, right? But now everybody just don't, ah, it's just, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, um, yeah, I can't, I'm just, I think this episode is just about me rambling on because I can't be as creative and I have creatives out there that can't be creative and, you know, we are evolving as a people, but I think we're also devolving. Um, I think that's, I think I can say that, right? Um, We're regressing, right? We are regressing in our growth as a, as a human, uh, homo sapien, as humans, as, as Americans, we're just going backwards and it's just sad to see. It's, it's sad. So, um, tell me what you think. Tell me, tell me how you feel about that right now. I'm really sitting here watching my husband. We, we had like a flower bed that my dad built when he was visiting and it became home for crickets, water bugs, and scorpions. So, I mean, it was this huge scorpion that was out there. So my husband is like out there getting rid of this flower bed that we had up against the house. And so, yeah, so I'm watching him do that. So sorry for the distraction. But yes, so share with me. Let me know how you feel about that, what you guys think. Uh, I would just love to hear how you feel about this um, loss of creativity in, in the arts, because that's exactly what it is. We're being censored all over again. And um, tell me what that makes you, how that makes you feel. Have the conversation with your group of friends that you're close with and be honest. How does that make you feel? Um, like I said, for me, for someone to call me sensitive or, or tell me that um, I'm hyper vigilant for no reason, that right there is triggering for me because then you don't understand what I'm going through and what I have gone through and you don't care to. Is, is what I take from it. But do share, do share. So I want to thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you wholeheartedly taking the time out to listen. Um, send me a message on Facebook. Send me a message on Instagram. Definitely you can go on the website, drop me a message. I definitely will get it. And uh, let me know how you feel. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for the guys and the ladies and the men who shared about menopause and men going through menopause and sharing your stories on how 
your husbands have lost their minds and your wives has got hysteria through once they turn a certain age. I love it. I love it. Um, and I say it that way because, yeah, I, you know, I'm sure my husband feels the same way right now. <laughs> but I tell him all the time, wait, wait until it happens to you. You're not there yet. I said, but you're going to get there. And when you get there, I'm going to say you've lost your everlasting mind. <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. So with that, I want to say take care of yourself and each other as our friend Don Cornelius used to say in Soul Train for all you guys out there who used to watch Soul Train back in the day. So take care of yourself and each other and um, I wish you nothing but the best. Namaste.